Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome to an HBO podcast from the HBO Late Night series, Real Time with Bill Maher. All right. Now, oh, Malcolm Nance is back. Great. Okay, Malcolm Nance, how would you suggest the U.S. retaliate against Russia and attack... Oh, we asked you that question. I did. <laughs> Steve Schmidt, since... <laughs> you'll get another one. I see another one here and here for you. Uh, don't Try not to repeat the questions. I already asked the guest. Uh, since Trump's performance in Helsinki, have any of your GOP contacts in Congress become more inclined to believe... Well, let me ask a different question. These are <laughs> shitty questions today. Um, I hear that the, the Republican Party is shrinking, that... But that I hear this all the time, that because Trump's numbers within the party are so high, it's because the actual number of Republicans are going down. And it always makes me want to ask you, how many Steve Schmitz are out there? How many people in the Republican Party, or who used to be, who are now switching? I think it's a very significant number, and I think you're going to see college-educated Republican women in these swing districts deliver the blue wave for the Democrats, because I think there are... Many, many people have left. But but the future of the National Republican Party looks exactly like the future of the California GOP, which, for the first time in history of the two parties in any state, the Republican Party in this state is now a third party. It's smaller than the decline of state registrations. When you look at the anathema uh, uh, that, that, that millennials feel towards the Republican Party, you look at uh, African Americans, brown people, you look at just demographically the country, and you consider that... When people imprint on a political party, generationally, at 18 years' age, they remain faithful to that party, really, for their lifetimes, for, for decades and decades and decades. So the Republican Party Sometimes. has a huge, huge, huge problem demographically, and it's going to continue to shrink. But as it gets shrinker, as it, as it shrinks, it gets smaller, just like the California Republican Party has, it will become crazier. But to, to the point that I made earlier about the media stuff, this was also not... I mean, Trump was an accelerant. He has made the situation worse. But weirdly, if you, if you look at data over time of party registration, the decline in Republican registration in some ways began much earlier before Trump, and it was a lot about younger voters, specifically young women. If you look at what millennial men's party identification looks like, you go back to the first time millennials could vote, which I think was the 2000-2004 era. Millennial men are just as Republican today as they were then. But for millennial women, those numbers have fallen to where it's a Democrat plus 50 margin among millennials. This is a huge problem for the GOP that the party's not paying attention to. But but, but that shrinking party gets to what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I mean, everything that we see now is about a shrinking group of Americans trying their best to enshrine Mm -hmm. power and privilege and prestige. Yes. And th- so they, they know that they will, there will come a day when they won't have the numbers to do it, but if they can lock in as much unchangeable or difficult to change mechanisms, then they will hold on to it for another 
They don't have the, num they don't have the numbers well, now. You, you do, well, you they cheat. But that is it's why they stole that, right. that, 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 that Supreme Court yes. seat from Barack Obama. Right. Because you're trying to I'm lock saying, in something for a generation. It's not about it's, numbers. And if, they, and if we had mandatory voting, they would not get close to winning office if everybody who... Yes. But, but we don't but have mandatory. We have, we have voter suppression right. instead of mandatory. That's what I'm saying. Yes. It's, it's about, about rules. They have radically when changed you, the rules. Wherever they get power, they change the who, rules some more. And ultimately, the ultimate rules book is the Constitution. Right. And they are taking dead aim at our Constitution. Mm. And Brett Kavanaugh is the Koch-selected candidate. Right. If you look at how he came to be through the Federalist Society. That's the long game. Leonard Ligio. Right. Koch was investing seed money as he put yes. in the Federalist Society since the 1970s. Right. Kavanaugh is their guy. He was selected by Donald McGahn, who is a Koch person, who is uh, Trump, uh, Trump's uh, White House counsel, who did the vetting of these candidates. This is the Koch candidate for the Supreme Court, and that is a crucial thing that we should be talking about over the next month. Okay. Uh, I was going to ask about Stormy Daniels. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let me finish. It's serious. Stormy Daniels got arrested. Supreme Court. <laughs> it doesn't. It just, you don't find this alarming that we are now arresting private citizens? Yeah. It's, it's not that it's Stormy Daniels, it was, it but was, it was a trumped-up charge. It was Michael, a police setup. It was a police setup. What do you think happened? What, what do you think it came? Who gave that order, or was that order not needed to be given? No, no order needed to be given. I mean, you know, it's like the the fight between the brown shirts and the and the black shirts under Nazi Germany back then. You just hint that you want change. You, you, that means rolling up your political enemies. You roll them up. Whenever you want to create mayhem, it's like you said, you know, you have Nuremberg and the hillbilly Nuremberg, and these people will go out and they will affect change themselves. If that means walking into a newsroom and killing everybody in it, they'll do it. It's unspoken laws and unspoken orders that are given out there, and as you said. These things are long ball games. They will change the system to allow these things to be unpunishable. I think and it was Daniels is a simple. I think it's politically motivated, but it's, it's part and parcel with ICE agents, for example, in a Concord, New Hampshire bus station, walking down the line, asking people for their papers, please, right. to show that you're a citizen. And so in this country, the only appropriate response when someone asks you to show your papers and prove citizenship is to say, go fuck yourself, sir. Right, right. Right, right, because this is the United States of America, and we don't have to show papers before we get on a bus. Right. But, but all of this mm -hmm. um, is, is alarming. Um, all of it is radical, um, and we shouldn't be used to it. Okay. And, but we got used to it by current president right. demanding to see the papers of the previous one. Yes. Well, yes. Yes. That, you know, it, it, it is him. It, it, is all, it is all him. It is him signaling and people saying, that is yeah. fine with me, and they are kind of falling in line and doing exactly well, what Well, it's, 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 it's all him. Before, but... This goes way back to 1964 yes. and the Republican it's... Party deciding to plant he... its flag in the states well, of the me, former let me, Confederacy, let me just, let me just say... and everything else follows right. from that. Well, that's right. It's right. like in War of the Worlds. The yeah. tripods were, were underground, <laughs> yeah. and then they came to the planet, and they came out from <laughs> underground, the but they were always under there. Look at the first law enforcement organization that endorsed Trump, Border Patrol and ICE. They are, you know, I, I feel sad about this because I love my law enforcement officers. I train them in counterterrorism and counterterrorism intelligence all the time. I, I engage with them. But there is a block of people right now that think that they are the enforcement arm 
of the Trump administration. And they are taking these orders literally. Like you said, New Hampshire bus station, really? You think that there's going to be illegal immigrants trying to get on a bus up there? They want to enforce his orders. And the, and the head of ICE himself came on television and said, until the orders are changed, that's going to be the orders. Locking up kids, no problem. This is a malfunction that has to be recalibrated. And when, it, when we change, if we change this Congress, we're going to have to change laws to where they're going to have to obey the Constitution, not Donald Trump. Okay. Uh, I thought we had those laws, but maybe not. All right. Last question, briefly. James asks, who in the prospective field of Democratic candidates do you think would be most likely to beat Donald Trump in 2020? <laughs> Who's your guy? The, the essential skill is going to be somebody who can provoke Trump, have Trump swing at them, and then be smart enough to stand back and not get into a brawl in the middle of the ring, but to cut Trump with humor, mm -hmm. to laugh at him. <laughs> right. He is a narcissistic bully <laughs> and a buffoon. And that's... He should be laughed at. He should be mocked. Humor is the most potent weapon. And that's why Donald Al Trump. Franken would right. have been a great well, oh, yeah. person right. in so, the ring. So when you, so when isn't you, it great we got rid you, of when him? You, when you, you stand up there at Robert De Niro with all respect and he says, fuck you, right. Trump, he's playing Trump's game. Exactly. He's like Godzilla. Yeah. You nuke Godzilla, he just gets stronger. <laughs> right? You, you try to outvile Donald Trump, yeah, and also, stronger. we're supposed to no, be the artists and the poets. That's the best we can do. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but you, but you didn't name a person. I, I well, I, I, I like Seth Moulton, Tim Ryan, the two young congressmen wow. uh, from Ohio, because I think that there's going to be a lot of energy for new. And, you know, we talk about that, that loss of affinity for the Republican Party among women. I mean, it looks like the commander's meeting from The Handmaid's Tale when these guys get right. together, <laughs> right, for a, for, for a Senate hearing. And so I, I think that whether it's John Hickenlooper, whether it's Eric Garcetti of this city, it's going to yeah. be someone new. Kamala Harris out of the, out of the progressive but, wing. But I will add to that, it is very hard to win the Democ Democratic primary Without, uh, and not be from the South. And you haven't named anybody from the South. And I think you have to mix into that group people like uh, Mayor Landrieu of New Pro Orleans life. and people like that because the Democratic primary system swings South so quickly. This is, what, this is how Bernie uh, had a problem. He could have won, but he did, not, he did not get into the South quick enough, right. did not have his message strong enough, did not connect closely enough with those old, the older black women voters. And you have a, you know, Killer Mike's a great guy, but old black woman says, Killer Mike? What's a Killer Mike? You know? So <laughs> it, it just doesn't right. work, right? So you, so this idea of like someone from the Midwest or, or from California, it could work, but it's hard. But there's going to be there's going to be at least two credible African American candidates, and there may be three if Governor Patrick runs. All right, nobody took a, me seriously when I asked. I've got an outsider. <laughs> briefly, give me a name. I have an outsider. We're not doing notes. I just asked for names. I asked for briefly a name. We got to go. Yes, Tammy Duckworth. Tammy Duckworth. Thank you. A name. Thank you very much, everybody. Catch all new episodes of Real Time with Bill Maher every Friday night at 10, or watch him anytime on HBO On Demand. For more information, log on to HBO.com.